Welcome to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. I want to apologize for the sound quality if it is lacking. I am using the microphone that is in my computer. Usually I have an external microphone that I hook up. Uh, my external microphone is pretty decent quality. So um, I was unable to use that tonight, so I apologize in advance. But let's get right down to it. I want to update you on my dad's progress with COVID-19. He doesn't have any symptoms now and has returned to his regular housing assignment in Four House. His cellmate seems to be in good health too. I pray that all other inmates and staff recover as well. On Friday, January 15th, I received a press release from Springfield, Illinois, announcing that Governor Pritzker has moved eight counties from Tier 3, the strictest COVID mitigations, to Tier 2, and three counties from Tier 3 to Tier 1. My father told me that means Illinois River inmates will also resume a more normal daily routine. He said that the warden is letting them out every day now, against her will, of course. This is not the warden's decision to do this, so now we will wait to see how this will backfire on the inmates. I will keep you posted. The current impression that the Illinois government is giving is that it has COVID under control. I don't mean to be a negative Nancy, but I think we need to be aware of what could set us back. By setting us back, I'm referring to a reinfection of the inmate population. If there is a reinfection, then inmates would reinfect the staff. The staff would then carry it home to their families. Their families would reinfect the local area. Then all of Illinois goes back to tyrannical government. I mean, tier three mitigations. We have already discussed on this channel the following flaws in IDOC's handling of COVID-19. First, we have the prescribed course of treatment via quarantining inmates based on calendar days, as opposed to symptoms shown, which will easily cause reinfection of the inmate population. Then we have putting limits on the commissary, forcing inmates to choose between hygiene products and food. Then we have lockdowns, preventing inmates from cleaning their cells and their bodies regularly because they aren't allowed daily mopping and showering times. Finally, we have not all inmates social distancing when they let themselves out of their cells at the wrong time. Even as we have discussed all of these things, another avenue of infection has arisen. And with that, I would like to introduce today's podcast, Dirty Mattresses. I found out that in October of 2018, the Uptown People's Law Center investigated the unsanitary conditions at the Illinois Department of Corrections and filed a lawsuit. Check out this transcript for a link to the lawsuit. Unsanitary mattresses were among the several issues raised. My father told me that the Illinois Department of Corrections issues mattresses to prisoners upon arrival. Some of these mattresses are currently 25 years old, maybe older, and filled with horse hair. They are impossible to clean and are falling apart. He said that he has a sheet on the bottom of his own mattress to keep the hair from falling out. He said that there are patches on top of patches. The outer material is so thin that it's disintegrating. His findings corroborate with the UPLC lawsuit.
It's important to note that the UPLC lawsuit was generated after two medical teams evaluated IDOC. In this lawsuit, you can read that both teams recommended replacing the horsehair mattresses. Yet, here is my dad in 2021 telling me about these disgusting mattresses. Why? Why are these cesspools still in the cells? Free Rocky Nation, how are we supposed to get over this pandemic when the administration won't follow doctor's recommendations? Did you know that Centralia Correctional Center manufactures new mattresses specifically for the prisons? This issue with mattresses is a self-solving problem. Use the inmates that make mattresses to make mattresses for the inmates. Problem solved. Problem staying solved. Why aren't we funding this? Why aren't we doing this already? We need to be proactive and throw those nasty mattresses out. It's Illinois, so I guess we'll have to be reactive. Return to tier three mitigations and then maybe throw the horsehair mattresses in a dumpster fire. Before anyone mentions money, remember that the prisons do have a budget. Also remember that the administration has been restricting the commissary and thereby reducing the amount of funds available in the budget. Like I just said, this is a self-solving problem. As I have said previously, Illinois is broke, but we stay broke due to poor money management. You, like me, need to contact your assemblyman and ask this question. Why haven't we replaced the old nasty mattresses since Illinois has been sued and we are in a pandemic? Until next time, keep on rocking in the free world, free rocking nation. Contact your loved ones and get me some feedback on this mattress nonsense. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. Like us on Facebook at Larry Rocky Harris 1959. Email us at email address freerocky at freerockynation.org. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com.